This podcast is a Tucker Media production. For more information, head to tuckermedia.com.au. Hi, I'm Ralph Tucker from Tucker Media. The year 2020 has certainly presented challenges for everyone across the world. In 2020 Revision, I'll chat to a cross-section of the community about their experiences and learnings in this truly unique period of history. From business owners, to professional athletes, to new mums, everyone will share their stories. And to give it an authentic 2020 feel, I've recorded these chats at my kitchen table over Zoom. Leanne Mallett, thanks very much for joining me on 2020 Revision. Thank you very much for having me, Ralph. Pleasure to be here. Now, you're the head of the business portfolio at Upskilled, which is a registered training organisation based in Sydney. Can you take me through your 2020? Well, what a year it's been for all of us. The COVID started for me quite challenging because we were in Fiji having a well-earned break. So mid-holiday, we had to return in a rush to make sure we weren't locked out of Australia. So we got home from uh, Fiji only to return to a workplace, a different workplace, where prior to COVID, I actually had been promoting the value of learning with technology and the the desperate need to upskill their L&D facilitators um, with the online facilitation skills that I saw would be needed in the future. I wasn't having much success. So I returned to that workplace and just found everybody absolutely scrambling because they had to galvanise a workforce of 2,000 people to work from home, you know, as many organisations had to do. And they did it very successfully. But what that meant for their learning and development team was that all of their facilitators had to quickly learn online facilitation skills. And so they're all, you know, everybody was just giving it their best shot, you know, it was a testament to the, those employees and those L&D facilitators because they adapted, they were agile and they collaborated with each other. Uh, I was able to hold a webinar for them, you know, giving them some expertise that I, I've had with online facilitation, given that is my experience. So, but they were fantastic. They were really impressive. They embraced it. They saw the challenges immediately. They discussed the differences between face-to-face and the challenges in an online classroom compared to a face-to-face classroom. And gee, they did a good job, even though it was really difficult for them because, you know, it was just different design and different facilitation skills needed on the spot. So what have been the, the changes in your industry in this bizarre old year? Uh, Look, just this rapid change to being able to deliver online learning via virtual facilitation, via online curriculum delivery. So you're seeing a lot of uh, professional development being offered by industry associations. You're seeing a lot of um, articles on LinkedIn with tips on how to be more effective as an online training provider, um, how to transition from face-to-face to online. For me personally, I can't come soon enough. I mean, COVID could have gone away and we nobody needs that. But as far as the change that is being introduced into education delivery, I love it. I've been studying online learning now for five years, digital education myself. I've been an online learner for 10 years. I just think it's, it's the future. So um, it's brought the future to us faster um, and I'm looking forward to it. And I'm looking forward and I'm enjoying seeing the industry play catch up, actually. So we've got our regulatory body for the vet sector, ASQA, 
They've um, helped training organisations by delaying, you know, registration fees. They're delivering webinars on how to deliver compliant training via dis what they're calling distance learning. This is the other thing, you know, the terminology. There's no one term that relates to the type of learning that can be done. Uh, you hear about online learning, you hear about virtual classrooms, you hear about uh, learning with technology, distance learning, e-learning. There's so many different terms, you know, the, the industry is yet to land on what we're actually doing, so uh, what to call it. But it's good to see that the regulatory body is coming on board, all the industry consultants, the specialists in this area have got a lot to say and a lot to share on LinkedIn. Um, so following a lot of people there, and I'm actually, I, even this morning, I saw a survey put out by TEXA, which is the higher ed regulatory body, and they surveyed all the university students who had to adapt to online learning, and the uh, the feedback was pretty bad, actually. And it was a good idea for that, them to do that, but the students were seriously unimpressed with the online learning. So I think the sec not just the higher ed sector, but the vet sector, a lot of providers, a lot of universities, they have a lot to learn. There's a lot of development that needs to take place with their staff. There's a lot of redesign that takes needs to take place. And probably from business perspectives, there's a lot of um, considerations to take with their strategic planning of the way forward. You know, what does this actually mean for them moving forward? So in many ways, COVID's probably been a bit of a positive for the, the learning sector. And I guess, what are the, the learnings that have, have come out of the, the global pandemic for your particular industry? Well, I think it just uh, depends on where you sit as to whether you see it as a positive thing or it depends on where you were pre-COVID in your thoughts towards online learning. It all depends on the organisation perspective. I've, I've since changed workplaces. I've come back to an online learning provider that I've worked with before, a registered training organisation that only offers 100% online. So I'm very much back in my comfort zone. You know, with the learnings that have come out of the pandemic, I think learning is possible virtually, okay? It, but it's very, very different. It requires the different skills. It's different design. It's different approaches. And just because you are a great face-to-face -face facilitator and you've been training in classrooms for years, it doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to be able to transition to online facilitation effortlessly. You're going to have to go back and start learning new skills, rethinking your whole perspectives, your whole approach about learning and education. Problem with online learning, students can hide. They can hide online. They can not turn their cameras on, you know, especially in workplace learning. If the camera's not on, they can easily be, you know, multitasking, completing other tasks, not paying attention. The facilitator doesn't have the uh, luxury of seeing the body language that helps them interpret, you know, the emotions and whether people are understanding as they did in the face-to-face -face classroom. So, and also the engagement, the attention span is so small online. You know, there's data out there saying that for a webinar, people lose interest after about 12 minutes. So, you know, you've got to really be engaging them every two to three minutes in a virtual classroom. And that's really hard going. Having said that, when it's done well, it's more efficient, it's more relevant and specific to learners and workplace training needs. And you can really then be quite specific and targeted as to when you're going to do face-to-face -face training, which can be more costly. And you can reserve that for more complex activities my belief is that technology will, in time, create tools that will allow people to be more engaged and more and interact more effectively as technology improves. I'm hearing from everyone now, the ultimate, and I heard this before COVID, the ultimate solution is blended learning. That's a bit of face-to-face, -face, a bit of online. 
Personally, I'm, I'm predicting the future is about learning with technology one way or the other. I don't know whether that will actually be in a traditional classroom. You know, a lot of people would probably want to debate me on that and disagree with that, but that's where I'm sitting right here, right now. It's coming <laughs> full steam ahead. Absolutely. So how do you see the, that delicate balance then in between perhaps people that are used to delivering in a face-to-face scenario with an up-and-coming community that want to, to learn online? Yeah, it's time to build new skills. Uh, The only constant in education and being an educator is change. I've been in the sector for 25 years. Seriously, you know, an effective educator is constantly learning. And this is just another thing that a professional educator and a good educator has to do. And and it's hard because there's not much time to do it in. Um, But it's time to learn new skills and it's time to pivot hate that word, but, you know, one of those words. But, you know, it's time to redirect and say, look, I'm either going to move ahead with these changes or, you know, stay stay back in the past. But this is coming. But it's fun. You know, there's a lot of courses. There's short courses. The universities the, uh, are offering, I think, even the new training package for TAE is now offering something to help build those skills in facilitating online or e-learning. Get in there, learn some stuff join some networks, trial, just trial and error, critique yourself, speak to your peers, get somebody else to, you know, record your sessions, get somebody else to look at it and provide feedback, get feedback from your students, you know, just do what you you did, you know, when you started as a face-to-face trainer. So if we look ahead, and I know that um, turning over to January 1, 2021 isn't going to be the complete silver bullet as far as things in the the community and we're waiting on a a vaccine obviously but what are you looking forward to most in 2021? Uh, Look besides Donald Trump not being in the American president um, and focusing on you know the workplace I'm just I love change change excites me Um, I'm looking at my current role where I am in my comfort zone of you know, designing curriculum for online learning. We've got a new learning management system, Canvas, we're we're transitioning to. I'm excited about what we're going to be able to do there. I'm excited about the change that will mean for our online facilitators that that have come with us at Upskilled for so long now. Um, I'm excited for them to come along for the ride and to build new skills or to further develop their skills in virtual facilitation. Moving on from webinars, webinars seem to be passe now. You know, what what comes next, you know? That's what excites me, the exploration of and the trial and error of trying new learning or delivery methods. I'm excited for that. Be it podcasts, perhaps, Ralph, you know, podcasts and education, um, bringing in more of those, bringing in online peer supports, uh, virtual classrooms. Is that what the learner's going to want? Or the independent, you know, online learner or do they just want to be left alone and let them navigate their own way through the curriculum and we're just there guiding them, reassuring them that we're there to support them. I'm just looking forward to what what it's going to look like as we move forward. I like learning that will be supported virtually where your trainers can be geographically dispersed. I like the idea that we might be able to tap into an international resource pool for specific guest speakers potentially, for content. I just like that the world is opening up and that our communities of learning, our communities of practice are not going to just be uh, resigned to by, you know, geographical limitations anymore, that we'll be able to tap into a larger resource. And I just look forward to flexible learning, learning that empowers the learner to just control their own path. 
and to learn what they want to learn and what they need to learn to be better at their jobs, be more confident as people. Leanne Mallett, thanks very much for joining me on 2020 Revision. Thanks for having me, Ralph.